Hi, I'm Noelle. And I'm Mariana. And this is The, the Bliss, Bliss Project. Project. We decided to start this podcast to share topics and information we are both passionate about. And our intention is to share a positive message as we dive into wellness, spirituality, self-love, alignment, and how life evolves along the way. And while having fun, of course. So join us each week as we connect, explore, and grow with one another and, and you. you. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 24. We are here today with Anita Rosenberg. And Anita actually worked in Hollywood. She still does. It's just that she now does a completely different... Has a uh, different role. Yeah, exactly. And now she's uh, taking on Hollywood. Yeah, so she basically has now become a global consultant and award-winning author with over 18 years of experience. And she really is doing amazing work in helping people reach their wealth potential and improve their business and personal relationships through um, different Chinese astrology uh, and practices like feng shui and bossy charts and qimen. And this is a story of how truly a passion and something that you just find this interest in you know, expands over time and then turned into the work that she's now offering back to the world. She also has a true passion for crystals and how working with their energies can enhance different things that you're doing at different times, whether you're calling in love or money or, you know, just good vibes. So enjoy this amazing and dynamic conversation with Anita. So today we have Anita Rosenberg. Anita, welcome to our podcast. We're so happy to have you and, uh, you know, again, to share your your wisdom and your energy with us and with our listeners. Welcome. Thank you so much. I am excited to be here with the Bliss Ladies. <laughs> oh, I love it. Can you tell us just a little bit about who you are and what you do? Yeah, I would love to do that. So my background is I am an artist and a filmmaker. I went to art school at the San Francisco Art Institute. And then I went off to NYU Graduate Film School to major in film. I was a classmate of Spike Lee. So it tells you how far back wow. oh gosh, I was I making. And uh, I moved to Hollywood and I was one of the first female directors in Hollywood. In the late 80s, I made the movies Modern Girls and Assault of the Killer Bimbos. <laughs> I and it. I really thought that was going to be a time of female filmmakers and directors in Hollywood. And it really was not. Um, so I was in here, I was about, you know, I was doing it for 14 years and I, and my little story is I got tired of the dangling carrot of next week, next week, next month, next month, and not even a four hour lunch with George Clooney at Warner brothers could convince me to stay in the movie. Business. <laughs> wow. So I started, I went back to my art roots and started hand painting decorative accessories, candlesticks and, um, picture frames and furniture. And uh, I built a million dollar business in five years out of my garage in the Hollywood Hills. And it was really exciting. I never thought I would leave the movie business. But you know, reinvention is something that I have done. And I encourage people to do it as long as it's in your wheelhouse. And my wheelhouse is creativity and art. And so it was a really nice confidence booster to see that I could use all the tools I'd learned in the business of making movies to the business of my decorative home accessories. I wrote the book, The Art of Painted Furniture for Sterling Publishing. And it was while I was on a trip to Hong Kong to manufacture. So my collection, I got to a point where in order to really make money and be in stores, I needed to bring in containers. So mm -hmm. I had my work um, manufactured in China 
And I was like the only uh, female, actually only probably Westerner on the, on the boat up the Pearl <laughs> River to see the, uh, the manufacturing plant. And while I was in Hong Kong, I was on a tour of the peak and the tour guides like feng shui this and feng shui that, and this is the belly of the dragon. And this one's got a poison arrow. And I'm like, I gotta know what this is. I, <laughs> I have to bring this home. And originally I, I studied to learn how to make my booths at the trade show successful. I wanted client, you know, people to come in and shop and buy. And so, but I did not think I would ever do this for a living. And, you know, you never know, you never know what is your side gig could be your bit, your main gig. So I actually have been doing uh, Chinese astrology and Chinese metaphysics and feng shui for 22 years. This is my main gig. This is what I do. I don't do painted furniture and accessories anymore. Um, I still creative projects and artistic things I do, but this is kind of where I'm at. Wow. I love the fact that you, you said the word reinvent yourself. Like now, like with your business and building that, it like led you to a different direction. It's all about the flow. And like where you when you're saying that you were trying to think about your booth and how to set it up. It really is that flow of energy to get the people to come and like, look at your products, but there's so much more than that. It's that energy that's, that's out there. And the fact that like all of this came to you, like, even again, without even thinking about it, it's so interesting. Well, one of the things is, you know, I have not really, I live at the corner of Hollywood and Vine. My friends are all in the movie business. I was just on the phone earlier today with a client who's the, like the top casting agent in Hollywood. And my clients are actors and directors and producers. So I'm in a different um, position. And yeah, different role. I think, you know, my, my signature, I guess my forte is I work with creative people. I mean, I'm a creative person. So I, I understand what it takes to have you know, they are artistic and creative drive and you don't know whether you work freelance and you don't know if your money's going to come in or not. And how do you keep going and how do you just keep creating yourself? So, oh, I so kind of, yeah, <laughs> I know. And I know a lot of your reader, you know, your readers, your listeners yeah. <laughs> can, can relate to that. So, you know, that, and interestingly enough, so my Bots a chart. So we talk about Chinese metaphysics and there's so much involved in Chinese metaphysics. First, I studied feng shui and feng shui is your earth luck and earth luck is where you live and where you work supports you or doesn't support you. It's your physical environment. And that is one third of the equation. So one third is also called your heaven luck. And that is your astrology chart. It could be Western astrology. It could be Vedic astrology. Um, it is Batsa Chinese astrology is the tool that I work with, but it's based on your birth date. And that is you were born at a certain time in a certain place with certain potential, certain strengths, certain weaknesses. It's kind of like your destiny chart. But then you have to remember that one third is called manlock. And what are you going to do about it? You know, it's really <laughs> powerful. And in that category is where I put magic candles and crystals and intent and actions and game plans and to-do lists, you know, you have to take action. You, you can't just like leave it up to the universe to drop things in your lap. But what's exciting is your Batsa chart, which is kind of the blueprint of your life can give you the map in which yeah. that you can travel and it can give you like, how do you create your game plan in, but you still have to know where you want to go. 
And I think I got off on a tangent because I started somewhere else. No, but no I love it. it. But that's, that's, <laughs> that's how we connect. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a water person. So we're either the yin or yang of five elements and I'm a yang of water. I'm like the ocean. So I'm a little splishy, splashy. I'm a little <laughs> all over the place. I think what I was getting to is that in everyone's chart is a profile. And the profile is the hat you wear in business. And, you know, we each have one head. We each have one. You can wear one hat. Um, and... You know, I have a wealth profile. Now, that doesn't mean that I'm going to be super wealthy, but what it does mean is that I do understand how to turn your creative artistic visions into money. How do you monetize those things? So that knowing my chart and knowing that that's how I see the world puts me in an interesting position to be like, you know, free flowing, touch shore to shore, um, do things, you know, be a mover and shaker. So I have that kind of energy, but I can also look at other people's charts and where they're at and go, okay, so you have these great ideas and there's these things you want to do. Let's monetize them. Let's be really realistic. How are you going to bring in some money? <laughs> oh my gosh. I, it's so funny. Cause I met you doing a workshop in, in doing my chart and it's a little overwhelming when you have no idea what you're looking at. Um, but I can say there's certain things that I picked up on. And then I also did one of your activations, um, for the money that was, I guess, two weeks ago. Um, ah, there's another one yesterday too. So what did you do? You stuck a water vase. I did the water vase in the corner. And I was telling Mariana earlier, I've been trying to, I've had some hiccups in selling my car. Um, I've had two cars since December because there were some title issues and the day two weeks when you were supposed to dump out the water was the day I sold my car and the money came through. Yeah. So I was like, Oh, okay. And so now that that I hear you talking again, I'm like, I think I really do need to like tap into whatever this wealth path is for me and my chart. Cause I think it can be, you know, I I think all these tools are super insightful and I'm into the crystals and the candles and anything that I can do to activate and, and line up with, you know, creating my destiny, if you will. So no, it's true. You know, not any one thing you do is the hundred percent you know, do all be all. But if you yeah. can raise your vibration and your chances, like one of your questions were kind of, and it, we won't leave it to the end, but how do listeners find and create their own bliss? And bliss is, a, a, you know, the concept of bliss is such a personal um, description, just like success. What success to me is different than success to you. Um, but what my feeling is when you can raise your vibration, that's really what you can do. So think mm-hmm. about you have a boat in the harbor when the uh, tide rises, all the boats rise. Right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, we're in a really tough time. I mean, we just finished the two years of pandemic and we're all in pandemic, like, you know, um, fatigue and we're just like over it at this point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, like and now drama. we and like... with the war and, you know, for people who are more sensitive, like I'm a more sensitive, I'm an intuitive, so I'm more sensitive and I just get hit by everything. Like everything's affecting me. me. Mm-hmm. Even if I look and go, my life is great and things are wonderful. I'm having a great day. I mean, there's just a whole backdrop where I have to go, okay, no TV right now. Like I'll check yeah. the news a little yeah, bit. No news. Yeah, no news. At the beginning, I was like every, it's like every minute on the minute, I'm like, what's the latest? What's the latest? And it was just too overwhelming. Yeah. So, you know, I think it's important for everyone to stay in your lane. Yeah, <laughs> you absolutely. Know, stay in your lane in life and do the things that you can do. Um, and also anything you can do to kind of raise your vibration lift you up is only going to help lift everybody else up. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Oh, for sure. Cause I feel connected. like you do attract that energy. Like when you're sometimes when you're down deep in your hole, <laughs> if you will, and like trying to get out, it's like, sometimes it's better just to stay quiet and be by yourself. Well, you know, home. the concept in Chinese metaphysics is like a spiral. So if you're in the downward spiral, 
you're not going to get up into upward spiral. All you can hope to do is go neutral. Yeah. So, and, you know, just get yourself to neutral. And once you're in neutral, then you can go up. But if somebody comes to me and just life, I mean, actually I don't have these clients anymore because I put it out in the universe. I can't help these clients, but I, I think, you know, I've done it 22 years and I feel like sometimes at the beginning I would get these, um, like, you know, <laughs> these really sad people that would call on their life <laughs> and horrible and terrible. And they were just thinking I had the magic fairy dust that I could throw at them and they, they'd be in a relationship and they'd have money and a job and all, I think all these great things. And I'm like, no, it just doesn't really work that way. And so, you know, energetically I could jump them up a teeny bit. Okay. That's what I could do. But I, I think for each of us, we have to figure out where do we want to be and where we want to go. And I think a few years ago, I just really got very conscious and focused on who I wanted to uh, attract into my world. And it's, you know, my, my ideal clients are someone who doesn't, who <laughs> throws me a credit card or goes, I'll Venmo you and doesn't even ask how much it is. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's, it's a consciousness of like, you know, pe- this year in particular, if you run around and say, I can't afford something, you maybe can't afford something. But if you run around and say to the universe, I can't afford something, well, then you can't afford something. It's true. So if it's something that you cannot afford, then I think you just have to change your focus of like, you know what? Um, this is where my focus is right now. This is what I'm spending my money on right now. So you, you cannot, you have to be in abundance thinking. You just have to be, because if you're not in abundance thinking, you're going to attract that, which we, which you put out there. I love that you say that because it really is about mindset, because like you said, you had these clients that were coming to you, but then there was like, they had these already these feelings and kind of restrictions on themselves. So even if you offer them the tools right at their fingertips, if they're not willing to, you know, implement them and like change and shift the way that they think about or it and are, fighting against them. Yeah, I feel like, like sometimes you fight against like, but I, it's no, a lack mindset. Work. It's a yeah. lack mindset. So like that, it doesn't matter what you present to them to, to implement if they're not ready to make that shift. And yeah. Yeah. I want to talk about feng shui because you were bringing up something interesting, Noelle, about, you know, the activation. So, and Okay, so I was hiking yesterday up in the Hollywood Hills and I run into, there's a guy outside. It's a client I worked with six, eight, maybe 10 years ago from the movie business. And he's outside doing puttering. And I'm like, I don't really recognize. I go, have you lived in this house for a while? Are you the person I feng shui? And then we realized we knew each other. But I love his comment was, which happens a lot. You know, yeah, you came six years ago and you charged me blah, blah, blah. And well, thank you for coming. I mean, it was kind of like, it was a little slap in the face and a little sort of strange. And so I, I, I had to be neutral. And I just said, well, you know, just coming once to feng shui does not, is not what it's about. You know, your feng shui has to be updated every year. I didn't get into the details because it was very clear, by the way, he spoke to me. He wasn't going to hire me again, right. <laughs> which, um, which is okay. But in his mind, it's like, I paid a lot of money for you to come once. And now my life is set in my house forever. And I kind of, I, that's not how feng shui works. So I just want, you know, everyone to kind of know that, you know, when someone calls me in to look at their space and their place, 
Um, you know, you want to make sure that you set it up and you, I use, it's called Botsai. I use eight mansions. I want a place to match you. I want to set it up long-term, even if it's a rental, there's always four good sectors, four not great sectors. So you just want to see where everything is laid out. It is not about what is the color of your wall and where's your couch. Although sometimes moving your couch is helpful, but, it's, <laughs> but that's not really what feng shui is where a lot of people think it is. Um, you know, in Western feng shui, there's like, because I did this at the very beginning of my career is here's your love area, here's your wealth area. That doesn't exist in classical Chinese feng shui. It's more about directions and time and space. So what I want to kind of get to just to kind of make it sort of easy, I do, I do have a book actually, uh, it's, uh, Feng Shui Luck, and it kind of takes you through kind of Western feng shui and some of the basic tools and how do you set up um, rooms basically. But when you really want to go, the next higher level, uh, you really want to, uh, it's, it's really kind of the hour of power. It's about clicking in time and space. It's kind of like acupuncture of your house. So Noel, what you did was the yearly activations. I've not feng shui you. I don't know what your space looks like, but I can tell you when you trigger the chi, chi is life force energy. When you trigger the chi, like an acupuncture, you know, spot in your house at a certain day, time and direction and it has certain star energies for certain patterns for certain things not everything's wealth sometimes it's helpful people sometimes it's happiness sometimes it's good health so it's it's got different uh star energies that are at that moment in time in that sector that to me is the highest level of feng shui that's mm -hmm. where we can really i will not go a year without triggering my wealth uh, for, for the year. And it isn't that there's a wealth sector, there will be a certain day and time and location, and then an act an action. And usually what we do is a water vase, a giant water vase that we fill, which is what you did in that yeah. sector. So you have to have your compass and it has to be within those hours. And God, you know, really good clients, with the compass. <laughs> and I have clients who will call and go, Oh, I just missed it by 15 minutes. Can I still do it? It's no, I mean, you could do it. It isn't going to do anything. You you've not, but I love that you say that too. You're like, if you missed it, don't do it. Cause there was one that I, I missed because I, I jumped in later in the year. And you're like, it's, it's just, it, don't worry about that one. Just go to the next one, which I appreciate because I feel like so many coaches and people who do this kind of work are like, well, yeah, you got to do it all in order to make it work. And I've always, I got caught in that mindset of like, well, if I don't do it all, it's not going to work instead of believing that what I am doing is making a difference is activating. Is yeah. I mean, all you really have to do for the year is find one good wealth activation and those dates are pretty much gone. So it's, it's gone. Now, does that mean you cannot work on your wealth for the year? Not at all, because I have something that I created. It's a Google, uh, it's on Google. It's a calendar where I break down every single day, every single hour of every single day. Um, it layers a few different things like the Tong Shu. So is it a good day? And it's got Chi Men. It's got so many magical things, but there's also magic hours in there. And I have clients that like, uh, I don't do them. I mean, I, it's just too much going on in my life to sort of trigger magic hours. I figure I set up my year and now I'm done, but I have clients that will, um, use those magic hours and they will trigger things as the course of the year goes on or wealth or so it's, it's not that all is lost. There's so many things you can do as the year goes on to kind of keep the energy boosted. Does that make sure? And, and, and again, that is, you know, there's things we do. It's either the actions we take, it's either the physical space that we have 
or then, you know, the prayers that we send out. There's so many different ways in which we send out our, our energy. And I love that too, because it, it to me, it, it seems like a, like a, a ritual that you would do for self-love or, you know, again, whatever, you know, each individual wants to do, but I feel like this is something to me that resonates in that way, where it's like, I'm going to be doing these magical moments and, um, setting my space in a certain way to, to bring what I want and to help me take action. And, um, that's a part of self-love. I, I feel like, yeah, it was fun doing the activations too, like to like take that moment. Magically. I mean, the difference in Chinese metaphysics is that not only are we like sending our prayers to the universe and telling the universe what we want, we are actually uh, kind of on a scientific, which is actually it's metaphysics. So it's mm-hmm. it's a meta type of physics. We're actually tapping into um, energies we cannot see. So yeah. we are finding threats. Look, at the you put on the radio and you want to listen to, let's say, rock and roll, but you have a country station on. You're on the frequency, which you cannot see, which is country music. You won't hear Led Zeppelin. You have to change the, the you have to tune the in frequency, to, the, yeah. to the, the frequency. So the point is that uh, there are so many great tools to tune into that frequency. And, you know, one of the things, because you'd ask me, what are some of the other things. And I, I think this is an exciting one to share. And we did a little of this in the workshop is Qi Men Din Jia is the magical mystical component of Chinese metaphysics. And it's something I love because it's magical and mystical. And right. <laughs> you know, only old men in caves knew how to do it. Women were never taught it, but it is so amazing. They are different charts. It's different energies. It's different way of, of laying things out. And and Chi Men, we use it for so many different tools, but I love talking to and working with the deities. They're the guardians of destiny. And there's 10 guardians of destiny. We all have all 10. It's energy patterns. And and to access each one, it's a different direction. So um, for me, Southwest, uh, Southeast is harmony. For someone else, South might be harmony. And we think of the back of our neck having a Wi-Fi port. So in Chi Men, it's the back of you. In Feng Shui, it's where do you face? And it's a sector. But in Chi Men, it's where's the back of you. So you put your back to that direction where that energy is. And it's kind of like as part of you that you have conversations with and you ask for things you want and then you look for signs in the universe that you're on the right track. So that's another, um, that's a really self-empowering. Um, didn't we do that, Noelle, at the workshop? We did, because I, I had, um, you I have? believe mine was Master Chief. Ooh, Chief's the hot, the Chief answers all your questions. That's yeah, I had know. that and I had Harmony and another thing that I circled. So those were the two I circled to be aware of. Um, the guardian, guardian of my destiny was master chief though. Okay. Did you, with, and then did you, have you been continually doing that? Something you should do every day because it's like, a, it's exercising. It's like, once you, you have to get better at it and kind of work with this energy so you can call on it when you need it. Yes. All right. Yes. And six, it's it's an energy workout. It is. Well, and then like the directions too. Cause like I said, I've learned more about a compass and like my space in the last month since we did the workshop than I've ever noticed before. I've downloaded like four compasses to make sure that it's actually in the right direction, especially oh, okay. before I did the activation. But it's interesting because even like in my walks in the morning, um, I'll kind of, I'll turn in that direction to kind of ground myself and just call in the energy. Oh, good. Know? Because I think it's just fun. Like I, I, the way I look at all this kind of stuff is I've got nothing to lose and I got a lot to gain. So I might as well utilize the people that are out there on my team or my tribe that are here to help me. No, it's good. I mean, I'll share. I think I shared this at the workshop and I'm just sharing this because it's a, 
it, it was uh, one of my, my aha moments of working with Chi Men Guardians. So I went many, many years ago. My teacher is Joey Yap. He's out of Malaysia. And at the time, he had like 100 people at the New Year talk in, in uh, New York. He now, I think he had 50,000 people online this year. This is wow, what's so wow. crazy because we're now in a period, we're heading into period nine. This year in particular, more people are tuned to metaphysics, spirituality, uh, self-improvement, wellness. More people are interested in these topics than ever before. Absolutely. And yeah. this year- so the- we're here. Yeah, the theme for this year, really, when I work with clients is spiritual growth and awakening. That's pretty much- where we're at for this year. So I'm in this group of 100 people. He tells us this new thing, these guardians. So my back is Southeast. That's my guardian and it's Harmony. And Harmony is about connecting, connecting with other people. So with Harmony, I can ask for our clients and meeting people and things related to other people, harmonious connections. So at that time, and this was quite a while ago, maybe like 18, 12, 18 years ago, um, I asked for two things, high profile projects and celebrity clients. Because I, I live in Hollywood, my business is I need a few key Hollywood clients that always helps promotion and publicity. And I just asked for that. I snapped my fingers. I was done. The whole room is all these Chinese girls. I want to be married. I want a million dollars. <laughs> all these things. I'm like, oh, like yeah. I want some good clients. Okay. <laughs> you just, just got to get specific. Um, so anyway, two hours later, I get a call from a friend who wants me to feng shui a $64 million listing. Ooh. That was more money than I mean, my price was so low that he doubled it. It was still low. Okay. So I was kind of like, wow, this is a high profile project. It was exciting. And then just to describe how you have to take action. uh, Two weeks later, I come back home. It's Christmas time. I go to this lighting store to get some light bulbs. And I know that my girlfriend has a store across the street called Tweak. Uh, It's a beautiful store. She's amazing. Her cousin is Paul Abdul. So I know she knows some celebrities, but she's my friend. I don't, I'm not thinking like, who does she know? But I'm like, should I go say hi? But I don't want to. I'm just getting light bulbs. But I should say hi. I can walk across the street. So this is where you have to take the action. I walk across the street to say hi. I walk in the door and Tara goes, Anita, um, I've got an agent on the phone or an agent just called me. What can we do for her celebrity clients? And I'm like, oh, I said, I made something up. I said, you're <laughs> I it didn't, I even know what it was, but it sounded good. She goes, okay, I'll pitch it to her. So I get home, but it's time to get home. She calls me. She goes, here's who you got as clients. You have Selena Gomez, Gwyneth Paltrow, Justin Theroux, Orlando Bloom, Miranda Kern, Selena Gomez, and then a few other people. And I'm like, I didn't even know what a list I got them all. And what was amazing from that is that I I did get to go work with Gwyneth at her house, but the client I've had ever since then is Miranda Curran. I love her. She's one of my favorite people. She's the Victoria's Secret model and has a beautiful business, Core Organics. And she married um, Evan Spiegel, who created Snapchat. And I got to pick the date selection for her babies. And I mean, we just have a great relationship. And she loves uh, all things metaphysics and spirituality. So that was really awesome. So that was harmony and connecting. And I was very clear, super clear what I needed. And I got even more than I needed. So that's the power of working with Chi Man Guardians. I have to say, when you said that, action is important. And then you were talking about going to see your friend. I had that moment happen to me today, not in the level of meeting celebrities or anything like that, or or working with celebrities, but like today I was 
contemplating going to the post office because I have to send something, um, wedding planning and doing all kinds of things. And um, I had a moment where I was like, talking to myself, like, okay, should I take this today? Oh, you know, I could, I could go tomorrow. And I'm like, no, let's just, just get it done. Just do it. Just do it. And I grabbed the box and I'm going to go to the post office to do this after we're done recording. But it's, it's funny because it's, it, I told myself like, I need to just take action and just get it done. Why is this box sitting here when I need to go get it to the yeah, post you gotta office? Follow those little like pings like, that, yeah. that, that have you go like into the extra store, have you, you know, go buy something else or att- I attended event this week that I didn't think I really wanted to attend. And I'm so glad I did because, you know, some of just what I know is going to come out of it is exactly why I was supposed to be there. But I am, you know, I'm a human design person and I have this hermit line and I like to just stay home. So I really have to push myself to go out and do things and like be out in the world and trust, trust those moments, you know? And I, I like the idea of calling in like the master chief. And I don't know where the, I have harmony circled too. So I'm not sure I'm going to have to ask you questions after this. Um, and probably just go for the full reading at this point, because I'm so in, it's funny. I watched the video again and I tried to like make notes for myself, but I'm the kind of person that I'm more all in just please give me the information and like the little bullet points that I can use to be able to, you know, go to the next place in my life. And it sounds like that's what you do for your clients, which is amazing. Like you break it down, you make it easy and say like, here are your five steps all of this for the year? Well, we work together. I mean, one of the things that I had sort of implemented this year, because it is a spiritual awakening year is I start off the, um, you know, when I do a, a, I call it cosmic coaching. And I only call it that because I have a client in Aspen and she would introduce me as this is Anita, my cosmic coach. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. I think I can call myself a cosmic coach. So I start off and I mean, I'll just even ask everybody that's sitting there is, you know, what are your top three things you want to accomplish this year? What are the three goals? You know, even just tuning it into three goals. A lot of people are saying wellness and self-care. That's a huge one. You know, some people are in the relationship, you know, with like a relationship, but there's also, you know, finance, looking at their finances and, you know, listen, just because you say, I want to make more money, are you willing to spend more money to make more money? Do you want to hire more people? Like, you know, just whenever you want to expand what you're doing, it takes a lot, uh, a lot more. So what are you willing to do and not willing to do? Where do you want things to expand? You know, there's, it could be contribution. Are you interested this year in making a contribution to the world or to others? You know, I had a lot of people talk about family, just really wanting to spend more family time and where, and, and um, also building more meaningful and deeper connections is another mm-hmm. thing, you know, so that's something to really look and explore and, and make a note. And the other thing, you know, we had a date for this, the date has long since gone, but I do think this is a really powerful thing is to sit and write your story, your story for the year. You are the, you can be, you could decide to be the hero. You could be the sidekick. You could be the victim of the year, which nobody wants to be the victim. <laughs> <laughs> write yourself as not the victim, but, you know, decide, you know, who are you in your story of your life? for the year and uh, what what is your year? How does it play out? And if you have certain things that come up, how are you going to uh, overcome those things? And that's a a really fascinating exercise because uh, this year I looked at last year because you put it away, you write it and then you just kind of put it away. And I was surprised that like everything I had written, it kind of happened. It kind of pretty much came true. It was... um, very interesting. So that's a neat exercise. These are, you know, the new year started February. 
Um, so even though we go, oh, wow, we're almost into the summer because <laughs> we just started the spring, yeah. I think it's, it is a good time to just sit down and think, okay, where do I see my year going? What do I see achieving? Um, so if you write the story, then you, then you can direct yourself to, mm -hmm. to do those things. Yeah. And give you a little insight into tapping into what you really want and what is important. Like you said, a lot of people are focusing on wellness and connection and family and things that I feel like we've been deprived of for the last two years. Um, it's so interesting kind of coming around the corner because it, it, it's been two years and like seeing people just start to come alive again, mm -hmm. seeing people, you know, and the differences, because there are still people, still a good amount of people living in fear, but there are also people who are like, okay, I'm ready. Like, let's, let's get the momentum going again. Let's, you know, find what tools are going to work for well, us. Too. And you know what? Fear is just your imagination. So you can imagine being fearful or, you know, fear has not been manifested. It's just kind of in the thought process of ideas of how you're feeling. Absolutely. So if you want to manifest your fear, go, go for it. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah. my, uh, my victim year of manifesting oh. my fear. Yeah. It's so funny. How you said that. Like, it's like, I actually really can't do that. that would probably be a bestseller because people are like, <laughs> like, my next book guys. Uh, <laughs> wait, I haven't written a book yet. It'll be my first book. Um, I got this. I'll help you. <laughs> exactly. um, I want to talk to you a little bit about your, cause I know one thing you went to, like, you're really big into crystals and like, you know, adding these into your thing and you offer some of them in like the shop that you have, but how do you find that adding certain other tools into these activations and these understandings also help with the work that you do? So I have been working with magic candles for a long time. Um, I just have always, and you know what, when you talk about magic candles, you have to know who's making your magic candles. It's not because yeah, yeah. it's a red candle or a green candle, uh, that has an eating coin maybe tied to it. That doesn't make it a magic candle. You really, you know, it, it's an art candle making. So you really have to have a magical candle practitioner, somebody who's really doing it. So I had been working with them for many, many years. And then it just seemed to make sense at a certain point. I remember talking uh, to someone who I work with, uh, one of my spiritual advisor people I work with, and um, just saying, you know what, I'd like to have a candle line for my clients because I'm already using these. So uh, this is what uh, my clients are looking for. These are the, um, these are the hot topics. And so mm -hmm. we sort of started creating them from that point of view. And they're, so I have a, a, a magical candle line. They're made dummy proof. Okay, made so that you can light them and they do what they do because I realize not everybody is like super magical themselves. So they're soy, they're all they're hypoallergenic, they're made locally in Los Angeles by a high level practitioner. And he it's a recipe, it's like cooking in the kitchen. There's a recipe of oils and aromatherapies and colors and percentages of various things. Um, and I've seen personally and clients have seen some amazing results from them so for instance um i have a client this week that picked up three focus candles i don't know why she needed three but she's um she is doing taxes she's a tax what's the, she's an accountant mm -hmm. so she's doing taxes for clients as her busy time of year she's i can't get through it unless i light my focus candle i like that focus <laughs> candle gets me through now i do a lot of creative writing i'm working on some book projects um, and so I've got golden unicorn lit and I can tell the difference. If I try a lot to write, 
and it's not lit it's just not coming and then i go and i light my candle and i don't have to do anything but light it that's all what i have golden unicorn that I one know. sounds amazing now it removes writer's block and and uh, for actors and creative people but it's i like it for writing and i just it just comes from another planet i just my writing yeah. just blows. channel i love it um so i have uh i just picked up a new candle yesterday yin yang which um it's interesting. It's it's for the it fires up your second chakra. It helps you get your mojo back. It kind of helps you get kind of cooking and go. It's got a fiery, even though you think yin yang is balanced, but it does get a fire kind of going. And so I'm going to be putting that on the website. So anyway, the reason I added those to the Good Karma Shop, which was a shop I created, was well they're working for me. So you know I leave a client and I've, I and I want them to have some stuff that can keep the energy moving and clients that only get the products. They just, they only get the candles or the crystals um, and it works for them. So, you know, whatever works for you. And I love crystals. I've always had crystals and I first would go, I found a few places in the LA area I could buy wholesale and it wasn't truly wholesale. And I just started learning about crystals more than just, collecting them and having them and then I started going to the shows and the shows are fun so the big show is Tucson it's like the biggest crystal show I in the U.S. but maybe globally it's big it's really a big thing people from all over the world come and then Denver's a little smaller and I love crystal shopping and I've learned me too me too (laughs) well yeah like I just tune into it and I you know, I will hold it. If I like a crystal, I will hold it and I can, and I can test it to see if I have a client for it. So if I hold it and test it, do I have somebody for it? And if I fall towards it, it's like, yeah, somebody's gonna, it's, you got to take it because someone's going to get it from you. And if I fall backwards, I don't have anyone for it. And sometimes there'll be something I go, oh, I love this, but I don't have anyone for it. And I will leave it. Yeah. And Are so there any specific crystals like for this year or like, is, is that something like that or specific colors or, you know, ones that you should, that are, that are set up for this specific year? Nothing for the year, but I will tell you the energies going on right now is working on your third eye and crown chakra. It seemed like when I went to the Denver show in September of last year, everything was purple. Purple mm. is crown and third eye. I don't usually get purple crystals, but gosh, I've never seen so many things popping out of the ground. So what you see at the show will, to me, will tell me what is the planet offering and what people need. So my purple amethyst, super purple. I just really deep purple. A crystal I like is Chariot. It comes from uh, Russia. It goes from Russia. <laughs> it doesn't go from anywhere else. So thank God I got it before the war. Um, anyway, they are usually very expensive. I got them that some that were not quite as expensive. Those are great to put on your third eye crown, just have and, and have in your hand and hold it. But um, love those purples. I think the time before, the show before, which was 2020, everything was blue. calming um i've never bought so many blue blue things like blue onyx blue calcite uh blue quartz sodalite i mean crystals and blues i had never seen blue agates uh, everything was cool and calming and bluish so yeah i went from blue to uh, which is throat chakra of communicating and calming to crown and third eye purple so i would say those are some of the uh, 
crystals that I like right now for what's going on in the world. Yeah, I love it. I love crystals. I know. They're all over my house. <laughs> you know what? And I'll just, I'm going to, let's, I, I could kind of wrap up a little bit, just even talking about the crystals. Like when you have crystals, there's ones that are for decoration and decor and they make your space feel yummy. And then there's crystals you have that are personal. And those are good ones to hold in your hand when you feel like you need to be calm or just fiddle with. So I like having a few around my desk because you find yourself touching and feeling mm -hmm. where you just kind of need that energy. And of course, then there's decorative, you know, people who have crystals you could put in jewelry to carry on, on you and around you for for various uh, reasons and things. But um, yeah, I think you can never have too many crystals. It's one of those things that, <laughs> and they belong to you when you have them. They, they stick with you. It's weird. They're like your little pets. I mean, I've had a few crystals where I've had for a while and I didn't feel they were resonating. And I tried to kind of, you know, then like pass them on to somebody else or sell them to someone and they don't sell and they come back to me. They're they like, come back to you. Yeah. And they're like, no, <laughs> this is, I am yours. So I, I kind of hang and I stay with you. And so they're kind of that, are there any other, like, and there any wrap up questions that you ladies might have? Well, just any advice you could offer, you know, like I, we did this a little bit in the beginning, but like our listeners of how to create their own bliss to, you know, create their own beauty in this year coming up. Um, let's see, you know, to give a blanketed advice for everyone is a little challenging because my game plan is not your game plan. It is not your game plan. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But if I was to really kind of look and tell people right now, this year, again, is spiritual awakening and spiritual growth, I would say dive deep, work on yourself, um, take courses, classes, find mentors, teachers, uh, go to uh, go on a retreat, you know, just tune into maybe offerings that are out there of where you're needed. A girlfriend or a friend calls and says, I just did this. I listened to that. You should check out this. Check it all out. It is not all going to resonate with you, but find maybe what does resonate because we're all different part places in time in our spiritual growth and spiritual. And we're in different ages. Um, yeah. You know, I've reinvented myself quite a few times because I'm a bit older than you ladies. And, you know, you're all going to be going through different phases in your life. And don't be afraid to take another road, to take a little side track over here or side track over there, I think is important. I would say on a financial note, because I do have a wealth profile, you know, you <laughs> want to put in like six or eight months worth of money aside. You know, that was the, that was the goal last year. So for people who did that, they were able to ride the wave. We are going to go into a um, recession this year. It's going to um, reason that we know this, the market will crash this year. And we're already seeing a lot of things going on is uh, 2008, we had an earth rat year that we had the big market crash, right? The big mm -hmm. recession market mm -hmm. crash. Well, this year we have earth rat in the day. So it's not as grand of a scale because it's in the day pillar, not in the year pillar, but that's how we know it's going to happen again this year. So I think to prepare, like anyone who has an existing job right now, maybe you're not happy, who gives a shit? keep it, you know, keep, <laughs> it, keep your job and let's create some side gigs. You know, your side gig could be your main gig. 
And so this is a good year to find, can I have some multiple revenue streams? Can I have something coming in? If that means that you work harder and longer, then you work harder and longer because you want to kind of build for your future. So yeah. that would be sort of on, on that note of, you know, so in the staying in your lane, you know, don't try to do some things that are just not on your path and things that are in your wheelhouse that you can do. Like we're all worried and go, oh, should I get on a plane and go feed people like at the border of Poland? You know, that's not for everybody. <laughs> so we have to kind of think, what can we contribute? Where can we contribute so that we feel good about ourselves? But that's in what we do. So I'm thinking the same thing we're all thinking. Okay, so if I can help individual people, if I can kind of lift the energy up, I'm going to be on a call tomorrow with a, a bunch of people lifting the energy up on, on a um, on some sort of interesting frequency level. I don't know what it is. Um, I'm going to get myself up and I'll be there because it's something that I could do. So if I could help a little nanosecond of energy lifting on a planetary level, uh, that's my wheelhouse. So we do that. Yeah. Where can people find you or learn more about you and, you know, the services that you offer? Thank you for asking. So, um, you know, I'm on Instagram and I've got lots of fun stuff I'm posting. It's Anita Rosenberg Studio. I am on Facebook, so you can find me there. Also, you know, my YouTube channel has all the Chinese New Year animal signs. So if you want to know how to find the animals in your chart and what is a little bit of a forecast for you, could my, my YouTube channel is Anita Rosenberg. So just look and see. I... I had my selfie stick and every time I ran an errand, I was working at the, um, I'm the uh, Chinese astrology expert for uh, Christian Dior and then Tiffany this year. So when I was doing the gigs in Beverly Hills during a break, I took my selfie stick outside. And I was like, <laughs> oh, if you got, if you got rabbit in your chart, if you got rooster in your chart. So that's a great place to do a little research. But probably my favorite thing would be, I would love if people would sign up for my newsletter, which is off my website, which is anitarosenberg.com. And, you know, I don't send them out that often, but I do try to send out some, you know, interesting advice and information. I try to spotlight some interesting clients that I have that are doing really cool things. I think the last one I, I spotlight lit, um, my client, Catherine Michaels is a beautiful jewelry designer. She lives in Honolulu and her stuff is magical and mystical. So I sort of had that in there. So um, anyway, I would love if people, you know, wanted to sign up and you can see if there's like, I'm launching a new product or what's going on. So I would love to connect with people that way. So all of the above. <laughs> That's awesome. amazing. I Thank love you. It. And we'll include that in the show notes. So it's easy. All for right. people to Thank you, ladies, so much Thank for having you. me. Thank what you. Else? It's been so much fun. fun. I know it's been so great having you on. Thank you so much for your time. We really just appreciate and value you um, being here with us today. And sharing all this insight and information. It's just, I love it. I love it so much. Thank you. Hey, thanks. Wow, you guys, what an amazing conversation we had with Anita. It was such a pleasure having her on and getting to discover the magic of feng shui and also just learning more about metaphysics and how she became a cosmic coach and also just getting insight into Basi astrology and the Basi chart. So what a great guest. And if you want to know more about her, feel free to check out our show notes. And if you want to learn more about us, check us out at theblissproject777.com or find us on Instagram at theblissproject777.